This week's special edition of the XI Network podcast, we discuss breaking news in the Premier League as Maurizio Pochettino is out and Jose Mourinho steps up to replace him at Spurs. And look ahead to what that means for the team going forward this season. All that and more coming up on the XI Network podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 40, episode 40, 40 of the XI Network podcast. I'm your host, Justin Borrow, and joining me today, as always, is the one, the only, Peter Robinson. Oh, I'm here, but I feel 40 years old. You've been waiting a long time. I mean, it's only been a couple days, but it feels like a long time to get to this podcast. This is a special episode where we are going to be discussing the breaking news. Um, So let's jump right into it. There's just so much. There's just so much that's been going on, and I'm just emotionally drained. I don't know how the players feel. I don't know how Daniel Levy feels. I mean, I don't know if he has feelings. Oh, jeez. I just... The, the second that this news was announced, you, uh, oh, you messaged me asking if we could record that second, yes. that moment, you were ready to I go. Ready. So we are here behind the mics, ready to discuss the breaking news. So let's get straight to it. Um, big changes at Spurs. Uh, Mauricio Pochettino is out. Oh, God. You had to say it. It's a, it's recorded. And it's it's Jose, it's real now. It's there. It's in stone. Jose Mourinho is Oh, in. even worse. Interesting, interesting choice for Daniel Levy. I don't think I expected that. That was definitely uh I mean a few people have said that uh you know they they saw it coming that the the writing was kind of in the cards, but um it definitely was not the first person that would have been on my list for for Spurs to bring in. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to let you take the mic on this one. This is a, a topic near and dear to your heart. So let's just get straight into it. How are you feeling about this change? Okay, so I was in the camp of Pochettino might have lost the locker room, which I think a lot of Spurs fans were thinking the exact same thing. He might have lost the locker room. The superstars weren't playing like superstars. They weren't responding to him the way that they should have been responding to him. Obviously, he wasn't getting enough out of the squad that he could have. Was a change going to come, and was Daniel Levy going to make it? Yes, he was going to do it. It it sucks that it had to be Pochettino, someone who, uh, you know, brought out so many emotions in all the Spurs supporters. You know, took us to our first Champions League final, and seeing his emotion during that that semifinal and and taking us to that final was just so amazing. You know, we've reached heights we never thought we could reach. Um, you know, as as kind of let's let's be real as the sort of three four top four team in in England right now. So uh, I mean, after everything that Pochettino has done, it was hard to see him go. Do I think that Mourinho was the first and best signing that Levy could have done? No, absolutely not. I, I think that Mourinho, I've, I've described him as this to a few different people. I believe he's a mercenary. He's basically, I guess you could call him a gun for hire. 
The fact that he was hired so quickly after the Pochettino firing just makes me think about, you know, what conversations were happening behind the scenes. You know, was did Pochettino know that this was happening? Was Daniel Levy talking to um, Mourinho before anything was even decided? Um, did Pochettino leave on his own terms or was he fired? Uh, there's just so many questions that realistically haven't been answered. I feel like Pochettino left on his own accord. Um, obviously, there was talks in the offseason that Bayern Munich had reached out to Maurizio Pochettino. Um, there was always the link with Manchester United, the link with Real Madrid. Um, and for someone to be linked with so many large clubs and clubs that have these large purses that they can just spend and spend and spend, I, I can see why those would be attractive. Uh, especially to to a uh, manager like Pochettino, who, like, let's be honest, really hasn't had the funds to play with um, at Spurs. So I can see why that would be attractive. But is Mourinho the right yeah. signing? That's my that's my question. Is Mourinho the right signing? And I don't think he is. I think it was a snap signing. I know they had floated up Julian Nagelsmann from RB Leipzig, which I definitely would have uh I, I would have preferred over Mourinho I just hate that this mercenary signing I feel like he was just you know lurking around in London streets waiting for the the first sign of unrest so that he could just pop up you know and say I'll take the job I'll take the job any job that's coming up in the EPL I'll take it well, I mean, my my brother uh, and a couple guys that are on my uh, my Wednesday night team, uh, they're they're some big Spurs fans as well, and we were kind of discussing this last night in our match, and uh, the the big conversation was that you know he felt like they all felt like this was sort of in the back of Daniel Levy's pocket, just because of the way that you know Poch kind of was dismissed, and then Mourinho was brought on immediately. Uh, you know, Mourinho's been to you know ninety percent of Spurs matches this season. He's been to almost every match. Um, you know, he's he's had a lot of of um you know when he's been on sky sports as a pundit you know he's he's had a lot of things to say about spurs uh and he sort of has been um you know it, it feels like he's kind of been barking up that tree uh and I, I feel like you know he's sort of just been he was waiting for it i think that it was already in cahoots in that sense um i don't think Mourinho's the right person um, to bring into this team. I think that you're going to see players like Harry Kane waste away under a, a manager like Mourinho. Um, so I, I think that it's it's an interesting choice for Spurs um, to go with a, a defensive-minded manager like Mourinho. Um, but look, you have to throw in a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of change and and i mean he does bring some flair uh he brings a little bit of shithousery that um you know i feel like the that spurs could use uh you know he he's entertaining to watch i mean let's be honest a lot of people are gonna be waking up 7 30 uh saturday morning to watch west ham spurs to see you know how the first match goes under Mourinho. i know for myself i will be um and i feel like you know he sort of brings that entertainment value so on top of everything you know he's he's a um He's a good name to bring in. Uh, some of the positives, I mean, he wins trophies. Uh, he's a, a a proven winner. Uh, even when he played, you know, even when he managed United, uh, you know, he didn't win as the league, but you know, we won a couple of FA Cups, Europa League. Um, you know, he's 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 proven that he can win trophies, uh, and that's something that you know Pochettino 
hasn't been able to do with Spurs. And so, I mean, I feel like only time will tell. I don't want to, you know, count him out already, but I do think that he was an interesting choice. Uh, so let's let's push forward. Let's look at the transfer targets now. That so Mourinho's in. You know, he's obviously got his eye on some players. Some his eyes on some players who he might want to bring in. Um, and so you know, he he's discussed players like Bruno Fernandez from Sporting, um, Ruben Diaz uh, from Benfica, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic has been brought up, uh, Matic. Um, I so out of these players, um, if you had your pick or your choice, if you were Mourinho, who would you want to see get brought into Spurs? And who do you think would be most um, beneficial to helping Spurs forward, um, you know, in this new era of the of the team? Well, I was saying, I think the first two names that you said, Bruno Fernandez and Ruben Diaz, would be beneficial for the team, seeing as um, we're losing Toby and Jan more than likely in the offseason. Um and probably Christian Eriksen. So um, we do need the coverage at center back. And Bruno Fernandes was a name that Pochettino was interested in um, and actually made a, quite a, uh, a, I guess you could say, an attractive offer to Sporting um, to try to bring him over. Um, but obviously that didn't go through. Uh, I do think that Mourinho might be able to, to get those transfers done, but... Again, it depends on Daniel Levy. We we know as Spurs supporters, it always depends on Daniel Levy and how much he's willing to spend. Um, I think Zlatan... Zlatan is someone... Let's say he, him and Mourinho are cut from the same cloth. They're emotional players. They both think that they're the best. They both think they're special. Um, as well, you have to think... Zlatan's a little bit of a mercenary as well. If you think about the the amount of clubs that he's played for um, him and Mourinho are kind of the same person. They'll, they'll go absolutely anywhere they can that there's a, a job and B opportunities to win. So, um, you know, if Zlatan can come in and score, then cool. But uh, I think he, he would be a band aid as cover for Harry Kane. If anything else, like if nothing else, he's just, he's just a band aid. And I think if you bring in if you yeah. bring in Matic, it it's a nothing signing. Why would we bring in Matic? If we want a center midfielder who's going to be a step behind the ball, not be able to play the the kinds of passes that our offense needs and um, you know, puts in one or two crunching tackles a game, uh, you know, we'll just put Eric Dyer at, at defensive midfield. We don't need we don't need Matic. Uh, we've got the same thing almost uh in Indombele, right? So um, and and Dumbele is significantly younger, um, as well as Eric Dyer is significantly younger. So I feel like bringing in Matic would be a nothing signing. So out of the the four names that you said, um, I think Bruno Fernandez and Ruben Diaz are the most beneficial. Matic is a absolute no for me. I think Zlatan would only be good in the sense of selling jerseys. And we know how Daniel Levy thinks. He just wants to make money. So, I mean, yes. I could, as much as I hate to say it, I could see Zlatan in a Spurs kit. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but I could see it happening, and I don't want to see it happening. I mean, look, he's a, he's a proven winner. He's, a, you know, he's, uh, his his stats speak for themselves. Uh, he had an excellent season with LA Galaxy. But it's the MLS. Um, 
I know it's the Let's MLS, and, and you know, and and he did he did hint that he was looking at Spain. So I feel like the offer would have to be really pretty uh, for him to you know to make that jump. Uh, so that would you know definitely uh, depend on whether Levy was willing to open up his uh, you know his purse. I, I don't think Zlatan's the right choice uh, just because of his age. Like you said, he's a band aid for the problem. He's not a player that you can rely on long term. You're, you know, maybe you get two seasons out of him. Maybe, um, you know, I feel like he's more just the name value, the entertainment value. Um, but I, I just don't think that he's the right player to bring in. Uh, so I, I agree with you. I think Bruno Fernandez or Ruben Diaz are the, the two big choices that you need to go with. Um, you know, Ruben Diaz has been having a pretty great year with Benfica, uh, and so I feel like you know, out of those two, you know, you have a, a lot to take from it. Um, now you said that you think that, you know, Poch had lost the dressing room. Um, but now with, you know, his, his firing and obviously hindsight's 2020, um, some of the players seem to, you know, really be reaching out to sort of express their, um, you know, their admiration for Pochettino, um, as a manager. And, and it, it feels like a lot of them were very loyal to him and, and very connected to him. Um, so how do you think the players are going to take, you know, a change bringing in such a different manager? I mean, Mourinho and Pochettino are just vastly different people. Um, you know, they're vastly different in the way that they, they think they're vastly different in the way that they present themselves. Um, you know, they're just vastly different in the way that they, they play, uh, the way that they set up their teams. Um, so how do you think Spurs players are going to take it? Do you think that they're going to revolt? They're going to rebel against Mourinho? Or do you think that they're going to sort of, you know, jump on the Mourinho wagon and, and, and ride it out and, and play that sort of Mourinho ball that, you know, we saw United playing a couple of years ago? Um, I think if they know what's good for them, they'll uh, they'll definitely jump on the bandwagon. Um, you have to. I think when a new manager comes in, you have to kind of, you know, I hate to say it, but you have to kiss ass a little bit. You want to play, um, you, you have to sort of go along with what the manager wants. So, you know, if, if Mourinho says jump, you have to, uh, you got to jump. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I just don't know what to think. I mean, if you think of all the players that said, thank you, Maurizio, thank Maurizio, thank you, Maurizio. The one player that didn't say Thank you, Maurizio. At least not on Instagram or anything like that was Christian Eriksen, which I think speaks volumes about the irreparable relationship that they had um, or lack thereof. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be I think the biggest task for Mourinho is gonna be winning, winning Christian Eriksen over again and showing the confidence in him and trying to get him back to the player that he was not only does that help Spurs this season, but it also helps his transfer value. Um, so I think uh, best case scenario for Mourinho is that he works really hard in getting Christian Eriksen reintegrated with the squad and getting him play his best football again. Um, and I think that helps Levy as well. So I think that it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be difficult for Mourinho to get the players to buy in. I think it's going to be difficult for Mourinho to make um, some squad choices. Um, just just based on the personnel that the, the team already has and kind of the lack of depth, you could say. Um, mm -hmm. He has to think, because Mourinho traditionally hasn't been someone who likes to play the youth 
Um, but Spurs, under Pochettino, was, they were heading towards playing the youth. Um, so they really don't have as much squad depth and you know experienced Premier League players, I think, as, as Mourinho would like. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what his first, uh, his first 18 even looks like. Um, let alone his first starting eleven, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, um, you hit it right. You know, the nail on the head. The players have to buy in. Um, you know, if they want to play, um, and this kind of you know takes as as a nice avenue into our final talking point, which is sort of you know ways that you think Mourinho are gonna Mourinho is going to change Spurs based on his past assignments. I mean, let's look at his you know his past uh, two assignments coming to the third you had Chelsea uh, you had United uh, and now you have Spurs um you know he had success some success varying success with both sides uh he had more success with Chelsea obviously than he did with Spurs or with United um but he he plays this really defensive you know almost park the bus mentality where you know everybody's behind the ball and they play on the counter attack um so what i want to know is is how do you think uh, Mourinho is going to 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 change Spurs. I mean, what first things first. The first question I want to pose to you is, what's the biggest change Spurs need going forward? Because clearly, what they've had or what they have is not working, um, and and what they've been trying to 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 put forward hasn't been working. So, what do they need to change, and how is Mourinho going to make those changes? So, I, I think you were right in saying that Mourinho is going to play this defensive yet counterattacking uh game and I, honestly i think that might be beneficial for spurs because under pochettino they were trying to play this possession you know move the ball between the center backs and the defense and try and break down the the opposing defenses and it wasn't working like i i was talking to you about this when um when i was at spurs stadium against watford I, I was being put to sleep. Honestly, I think the whole stadium was being put to sleep by this possession. Uh, I think Harry Kane had like two touches in the first half. And the rest mm-hmm. of the touches were between um, Sanchez and uh, and Alderweireld, which to me is ridiculous. You know, I think that you need to be able to get the ball forward and get it forward with pace and get it forward with speed. So I think, I think we're going to see Son and Mora um, like uh, playing with Kane, um, with Christian Eriksen playing kind of right behind them. That way, Eriksen can kind of spray the ball out wide to whoever uh, whoever's breaking. Um, and then I think you're going to see probably like Ndombele and Eric Dyer um, playing with them. Maybe with maybe Sissoko instead of Eric Dyer. It really depends. But I think you're going to see Ndombele and Dyer because. As you said, he likes to play that defensive sort of mindset. Sissoko's been getting forward a bit too much. Um, and he, he is really good at making those counterattacking runs. But I think that Dyer is more in the Matic type type mold. Um, so I do think that he's going to play over top of Sissoko, which I don't really agree with, but we'll see what happens. Um but, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I, I kind of agree with you that he needs to implement his system, keep goals out of the Spurs net. That's been our issue all season. Um, I think we only have one clean sheet or something like that all season. 
so it, it, it's just not defensively we weren't working even with this possession game we were getting counterattacked on very easily and we weren't doing the counterattacking so um, yeah it, it might work with with Mourinho implementing some sort of counterattack mindset but again you have to get the players to play to buy into it you know you have and you kind of hit the nail on the head there and that that's sort of the last thing I want to bring up before we you know we end this pod is um do you th- obviously playing under Mourinho you know it it would make the most sense that Spurs are going to sort of become a counterattacking team. Uh, and that's not really something that we've seen too much of uh, the last couple of seasons, you know, under Pochettino. Um, do you think that Spurs have the capability of being a counterattacking team? Because obviously under Mourinho, you know, hopefully the, the, the bleeding of goals is going to stop. Um, but then the next question is going to be, are they going to be able to get forward enough to be putting balls in the back of the net? Because you also don't want to be drawing, you know, nil-nil every single game. Um, and so the question is going to be, are they going to be able to counter enough to, to get, you know, those those few offensive moments of, of brilliance where they can put the ball in the back of the net? And so do, do you believe that Spurs have the capability of being a counterattacking team? And not only a counterattacking team, but a successful counterattacking team. Um, I think so. Like I like I said, if if he plays Son and Mora um, up front with Harry Kane, or at least supporting in uh, kind of you know outside attacking mid type uh, type positions, I think that that allows for a little bit more speed going forward on the counter attack. Um, and we need to see a little bit more of the uh, the hold up game from Harry Kane. I think I think we've kind of gone away from that. We've kind of allowed him to sort of play this like deep lying number nine role um, instead of playing against the uh, instead of playing sort of with the center back and playing um, right on the shoulder of the center back. I think if the center backs can be worried about Harry Kane the entire match, which they weren't under Pochettino. Um, I think it opens up all the play uh, for for Son and Mora and um, for even for Sissoko and Dombele, Erickson, whoever whoever's going to be going forward and counterattacking. But um, I, I think Spurs do have it in them to be a counterattacking squad and to be stout defensively. Uh, but again, it's just a. Uh, it's a Mourinho thing, man. Like, <laughs> is he going to be able to implement it? I think so. Is it going to be successful? Remains to be seen. So, we'll see. I think for I think the biggest I think the biggest thing for Mourinho is that he manages to bring out success from teams and players um, in small quantities and in, in short stints. You know. He, he he went to Chelsea, you know, he won the league, um, you know, he, he he had some small successes, but then it kind of fizzled out and they quickly got rid of him. You had the same thing at United. He went in, won the FA Cup, won Europa League, had some small successes, but then it fizzled out, they got rid of him. I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, you'll see sort of these small um, small successes or, or success that will happen in, in sort of short stints. Um, but then he sort of seems to fizzle it out. He hasn't, he never seems to really have any sort of long term or any sort of longevity um, with his success. And I think that's the 
biggest issue um, facing Mourinho. And, and I'm really curious to see if he can finally strike gold with Spurs uh, and find that long that long term success that they so desperately need as a club. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it seems that Mourinho right now is saying all the right things to Spurs supporters. Um, you know, saying that he's going to live and breathe the club and he's even come out and said that he's going to wear Spurs pajamas, um, which I'll believe it when I see it. And I feel like Spurs supporters are basically like, all right, you can you can tell us all you want, but, you know, we have to see it. We have to see it. You know, you, you got fired at United. You got fired at Chelsea. Let's hope that uh, you can bring us a little bit of success, even even if it's domestic success, honestly. Let's win an FA Cup. Well, you know what? he's. I mean, obviously. That's what I mean, especially for Spurs. And that's the one thing he has going for him is that they have no trophies in their trophy case. It's time for him to, you know, step up and, and stop the talk. You know, he's been on Sky Sports as a pundit now for the last couple of months, um, you know, giving his, his viewpoints on football and, you know, saying a lot of things here and there. So now it's... Uh, it's time for him to sort of step it up and put his money where his mouth is and uh, actually, you know, produce results for Spurs. And I mean, only time will tell. So make sure you guys tune in 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Spurs, West Ham, first match with Mourinho in charge as gaffer. Uh, it's going to be a great match. Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping Spurs can actually produce a result from this one uh, and, and start the uphill climb that I think they deserve as a team. Um, make sure you guys catch it. Uh, it'll be available on Dazzin or Dazone. Since Dazone. Peter corrected me on the enunciation. Dazone. Um, and yeah, that's thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. That's going to do it for us here on the X-Hide Network podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you guys check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast media. And if you guys like it, make sure you leave us a review and a rating and let us know what you think of the pod. Please follow us on all of our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at XINetworkCA. And uh, on behalf of myself, Justin Borrow, this has been Peter Robinson. I think I just read something funny. Um, Mourinho, I think when he was appointed Chelsea manager, said he he's not uh, the one of the bottle. He's the special one. And Spurs have been known as bottlers for so year, so many years. <laughs> I think uh, you know. I think we could use a little bit of the special one. So let's uh, let's just hope that he's gonna be better for us. You know, but. Only <laughs> he's got he's got to wear the what is it a gillet? He's got to wear the the Tim a Sherwood gillet, gillet. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the I'm just waiting for the minute uh, you know Chelsea players celebrate in front of uh, the Spurs bench and and Mourinho gets up and tries to fight them all. Uh, that's gonna be uh, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting because that's what happened against United. So uh, I'm, I'm really curious to see how he uh, what antics he pulls on the sidelines. Uh, like I said, he brings entertainment value, and uh, that's one of the best things about Mourinho. So, you know, I'm just glad he's not, you know, managing United. Uh, but that's a whole different topic for a different day. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Peter, thanks for coming on, buddy. Man, I guess I have no choice. You're going to talk about Spurs, and uh, I had to come out of my room at some point. <laughs> You've been dying for this podcast for the last couple of days. I had to give you what you wanted, right? Give them bread and yeah. circuses. <laughs> so give them bread and circuses. <laughs> give them bread and circuses. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's that's my classic. That's my classical history background yeah, coming in. I know. <laughs>
this is why we shouldn't record late at night. It's it's 12:30 a.m. and and I think that we're both just kind of delirious now in our exhaustion. Oh man, we both so. have long days. I think it's best that we I think it's best we end this podcast where it is. But I was getting so on the Mourinho bandwagon, and now I have to wait till Saturday to watch a match. Ugh. All right. <laughs> Well, buddy, I, I know that you and I are going to be chatting about it the whole time, so I can't wait. Make sure you guys get up and watch it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully next week we'll have a pod where we can uh, sit down and discuss the results uh, in the Premier League, and uh, we'll see what the first week under Mourinho looks like. And uh, until then, uh, we will talk to you guys next time. <laughs>